Yo. Hey. Can you hear me? You listening? What a week. It's a brand new show. It's a new month. It's a new season and a new guest. Yes, you might be feeling like an old black who faced a springbok last week. But you made it to month end nonetheless. So let's get into the show. Welcome back to Wow What a Week. Welcome to Heritage Month in Mzansi. This is Wow What a Week. What a Week. You can't make this shit up. Shit up. Our comedian guest is in the building. He survived growing up in a place called Hanky. Survived a BCom. Survived getting lost in London, surviving marriage, and even surviving being a dad. He's reached the point where he's finally in his 40s, but by his own admission, rather unfit. So please give a warm welcome to Alfred Huff and Puff, Adrian. Hello, Fresh. How's it, buddy? It's great to be here. Listen, I've been waiting for my turn, eh? I've been watching him like, hey, but when is it my turn? <laughs> I've known Fresh for a couple of years. I was like, hey, but they must have my number, man. When am I getting this call? What's oh, going on? Oh, I'm so excited to be here. How many, how many people uh, say come up to you and say, uh, Udo Karosa, I love your sport? You see, I get, you know, you make that joke, <laughs> but I've gotten it a lot over the years. <laughs> when he was on ETV doing those, your, 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 people used to go past me in taxis. Yes. Udo! Karosa! <laughs> 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 to get it a lot. So, what, do you do you like? Do you ride it, or do you say no? I'm not Udo. Well, I'm hoping now in my life one day that Udo will get. Hey, did anybody tell you you look like Alfred? <laughs> <laughs> Alfred I've never met him, by the way. Are you for real? Yes, and and uh, my sister-in-law and him are very good friends, childhood friends, and I've never met the man. But everyone tells me they probably became friends because she thought he was you. Looks like Udo. It's like but I didn't know them at the time, so it couldn't have worked that way. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. perhaps. Hanky, where on earth is that? Uh, it's a beautiful little town in the Eastern Cape, uh, just outside of Jeffrey's Bay, like 75 k's from Port Elizabeth. It's okay. where Sarah Bartman was taken, and she's returned to. Ah, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, how does a Hanky boy end up in Josie? Lots of lots of work and taking chances. Yeah. So basically, um, my my dad is a shopkeeper, my mother is a teacher. Okay. I grew up in Anki until twelve. Went to high school in Port Elizabeth. Thought to myself, went to went to university in Port Elizabeth. Failed in UCT as one must. Just one year quickly failed. Came back. Okay. You, know, you go there, the negative marking hits you. Why 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 UCT? Like was it because uh, everyone so, else was going there? So so quick story. Yeah. I, my, I've got working class parents. Yes. So what I was like, okay, I want to do this BCom degree. Let me rather just, I need a scholarship to make it easy for my parents. Yeah. Fold in more than 50 scholarship applications. Just went for volume and then got one from UCT. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I went for volume. Tip for you kids out there. Average <laughs> grades, just fold in everything. <laughs> People don't fill in forms. People's dreams are on the other side of Edmund. I keep uh, on telling him that. In fact, I think my billion rand, my first billion, is on the other side of admin, admin. or a form I need to fill. Yes. Why the fuck are we still filling forms? Why are we still voting Yo. with an X and ink? As soon as they put a pen down in front of an artist, he glazes over. We're not getting that form back. <laughs> in fact, that's why half the artists are done poor. 
Yes. They, because they will sign yes. rather than do the admin of reading. No, we don't read things. Like, why must I read? No, so I, I became a... Then I went to UCT, failed yeah. there, came back home, finished at the University of Port Elizabeth, and then got a scholarship, an, um, an internship at a company, in, a cosmetics company yeah. in, uh, in Johannesburg. Did that for 10 years. So, so what are you qualified as? Uh, BCom. I'm a BCom uh, law graduate. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah. So you worked at L'Oreal, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. I thought I couldn't say the names. I worked at L'Oreal. Did you ever sneak into the lab there and try some of the stuff on your face? No, they they gave you everything to try. Oh, but shit. Okay. Yeah. They did. I knew about lipstick. I was like, oh, the shit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and, and weirdly enough, I was the brand manager on cosmetics for a while, or commercial... Um, Merchandising manager. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So does your wife ever come up to you and like, do I look fat in this lipstick? I don't get involved because they say communicate in your relationship, <laughs> but not everything is for communication. For example, at the beginning of the month, I keep telling people, yeah. her eyelashes are amazing. You know, in it, you can park your car for shade. Oh, yes. But yeah, by the 19th, it's not the time to communicate now. Don't commu don't listen to communicate. You can't say, babe, there looks like there's two shades mi Absolutely. missing from the blinds. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah, just focus on my So I keep, I keep it to myself, if yeah. you know what I mean. <laughs> You're a father, again. Yes. Again, number two, uh, a month, one month old. I, I know. So you didn't let the lesson the first time? We wanted one. We oh. planned it. Thank you, Fred. Oh, look at planned you. Planned parenting. Very Lani. Very, very new age, eh? You can the, plan I'm saying things. even budgeted for it. Yes. And I don't think you can ever budget enough for a kid. But yes, we are very happy to have you. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So how many years apart are they? Five. Because there's a kid that has built a app okay. that deciphers babies crying. Uh -huh. And uh, according to this uh, kid's app, yeah. it deciphers exactly why your kid would be crying. And I... so you know exactly what the problem is. It's a 15-year-old kid, uh, uh, Leila Kalib, uh, from the West Bank. And you believe this? That my child is crying because his dad is overweight. <laughs> it's like, why? That's, why? I can see my future. It's cholesterol. <laughs> let, let, let me tell you why I believe this kid is onto something. Yeah. Because at this stage, parents will believe anything. Yeah. At this stage, parents will take anything. The first child parent yeah. will take anything. Uh huh. Child number two. Yeah. Uh, child number two. Yay. That's a tough life, eh? We don't take you to the hospital until your foot is dangling. Oh, yes. You know, because you get used. The first one, you go, ah, he's coughing. Yes. Yeah. The second one, nah, he's all right. His child is there on the floor already. Then you take him to the clinic, not he, the doctor. He's half blue. Yeah. You're like, no, we haven't tried one last treatment from the firstborn. You bring remedies back. Yeah. You never believed in remedies in the first one. Yeah. You go, ah, man, the doctor's, what, 2,000? No, man. Oh, grand. Eucalyptus and... Uh, and those, <laughs> and those Dutch little meds. Yeah. Prosteric dripples. Yes, the dripples. Lennons. <laughs> Yay. Now you're talking. That, thing was the, that was basically the pediatrician when we grew up. The, the wild thing is how a lot of old folks still swear by those uh, Dutch dripples. My friend, I've got a story in one of my specials. My Tell granny us. was all about remedies. I was dating a girl many years before my wife. We have okay. to put that into okay. the Disclaimer. camera. Please do not edit that out. And now you're the only <laughs> apple of his eye. <laughs> yes. So when I was dating this girl, yeah. lovely person, man. But you know, girls get comfortable and then one day you're watching a movie and it's yeah. now that stage where she kicks out her shoes. When she kicks off her shoes, things are going in the right direction. But her feet... Her foot had grass fresh. Jeez. Foot is la rasa. So then what I did, I was like, I called my granny. I was like, Gran, 
What do I do? Because I have you ever walked out and she kicked the shoe off and you walk back in your yeah, yeah, you open yeah. the cheese kills. Smells of cheese kills. Yes, 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 yes. But now she, you know, they don't smell themselves. So now we're watching Titanic, Buffering, you know how long that movie is. Fuck. Yo, so now I go, hey, I can't let this foot you. Mr. Lean probably stops singing my like, what the friend. Fuck is that? <laughs> so I call my gra- I, I I think to myself, I can't let this. Fuji get between me and love. Exactly. So I call my grandmother. She says, my boy got the remedy. in yeah. my soaker feet in rooibos tea. Oh, wow. Yeah, it takes the power out of that food. So how do you say to your woman, we're going to soak <laughs> our feet in tea? Because yeah. it can't just be her doing it. No, I told her, I told her it was, a, you make a spa day. Oh, yeah. When she came in, I was knee deep in our rooibos already. <laughs> her rooibos was stronger though. And I put in a little pine gel just to help it. You know what I mean? I've never seen pine gel try to get out of a bucket. <laughs> Yo, 40 minutes later, yo, it was back, eh? Yeah. Undefeated, that food. Undefeated. Mm-hmm. So, your wife, yes. now that uh, Hammer Time uh, lost the gig, yeah, um, because of her feet. Hammer foot, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, your wife is also, you know, the part yeah. and parcel of your material. Yes, yes. Um, it's um, part um, of my thing. T- tell us about that. Well, listen, man, it, it came about, listen, I've been a comedian for 12 years. How did you meet Natalie, by the way? I met Natalie. I have a friend called well, he's now my brother-in-law. Yeah. I have a friend called Adrian DeVitt. Me and Hold Adrian DeVitt. So you rocked your friend's sister? Wow. Just wait. Just wait. Not sister. Sister-in-law. Sister-in-law, yes. So what we did was... <laughs> why was you say rocked? It's such a disrespect. It's <laughs> my wife. Rocked. No, no. And then you married her. Yes, that's how you then. speak. I'm talking about rocking people. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> get hurt. Listen. So I, me and my friend were hanging out for years. He's a, he's a, he's also in marketing. We're hanging out. We bump into each other. Then one night I meet his wife with yeah. him, and she goes, you know, you should come to this party in Cape Town. Um, we're gonna be there in December. Forget yeah. about it. Eventually, I get around to Cape Town. She's there. She invites me over. Yeah. And uh, I met her sister there. She did not have any time of day for me. I like they, they never do. No, no. This can't disturb me. Yeah. I moved on with my life. Give yeah. me a gin and tonic. Yeah. Then the next day, Jason Goliath was with me. Very good friend. Yeah. Next day, I was talking to us like the kind of Then I made a. F-. But I wanted to check. Yeah. You know, you you know how you check if a girl likes you. Yeah. You put in a flow joke. Oh, yeah. You put in a knock, knock, level zero. Yes. When they laugh big, you go, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's, your, your a, there's mind, a chance. Your mind. There's but a chance. It's like putting your toe in water. Yeah, you just to yeah, check. Yeah, the temperature yes, is not yes, completely yes. cold. Yes. Yes, that's how it. And then nine, uh, nine months, we were dating for nine months. Yeah. Then we got engaged. A year later, we were married. So, like two years, we were married. That was quick. I don't, I, you know, when I said nine months, I have to go, oh, wait, the stereotype. We didn't have a child because, you know, the whole family was like, why is it so quick? Yeah. We didn't know. We okay, so only had our kid preg- when we were a year. Okay, so you <laughs> felt pregnant after you were married? Yes, so please. Let, were, let the public know this. Okay, so you're not chasing, not living in sin. You know. Because <laughs> people one day, you know, in your family looks at the girls like, why, yeah. why are you getting married so quick? Because I remember, I remember we had to do that. Realize we're pregnant. Now you must get, you must talk. It's like, dude, it's going to be here in December. Okay, what are we going to do? By September 11th, we were married. You have to, so that you can say it's a prim baby. 
The child was in the NICU for two months. Yeah. No, no, he's like, uh, he was like seven months premature. <laughs> yes. But everyone will believe you. <laughs> then the child goes, but dad, the math don't make sense. It's like, hey, please stop. Like, Shut up. <laughs> so you're saying, like, so yeah. your wife is now part and parcel of the business. So, so in, in lockdown, I always yeah. made videos. I always made a lot of videos. Or comedians, actually, I was the brunt of a lot of jokes because in the beginning, I went, you know, I'm not getting the roles in TV. I'm not getting the opportunities that big media is affording others yes. that I so desperately want. We see you, Comedy Central. Yes, Carry we see on. you. See you, baby. That's awkward now. Anyway, <laughs> so so we went. I went, okay, I've got to build my own thing. Yes. And then I started making videos. It looked ridiculous in the beginning. I was walking around this big camera. Owens were laughing. Yeah. 300 views, 400 views. What I did not know, in mm -hmm. hindsight, yeah. I was practicing. Because I was doing videos for like a year and a bit. Mm -hmm. Lockdown comes. Yeah. Now I've learned editing skills. I'm doing everything so myself. So you are ready for apocalypse. When the apocalypse hit us, yeah. I didn't even realize then. Then I started making little videos in the house. But now there's no audiences or yeah. people to bounce off. Yeah. So I was starting to make the jokes. It started to grow from 300 views to 30,000 views of video. Da -da 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 -da. And then yeah. I added my wife because I needed some sort of response, good oh, or bad. Yes, 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 yes. You yes, know, yes. a comedian, we feed off the energies. Yes. And I turned the camera on her. Then it exploded because they love her way more than what they love me. Well, she's, she's easier on the eye. Also, I was going to say, she, no, no, she's prettier than you. So, <laughs> Very so easy it, on the eye. When you add candy to any uh, menu. The scenario. Exactly. No, then I mean, I've been riding that candy to the bank. Yeah, so then we just started doing videos and she's reluctantly yeah. part of the video. So she doesn't like being in the videos. But, but I think that's the magic. The magic lies in the reluctance. Yes, absolutely. And, and, and it's not put on. She doesn't. I don't do take two. Let's go again. Yeah. She also doesn't suffer my foolishness. Sure. So if she's miserable, she's miserable. Sure. There's videos where she says nothing. Yeah. She's just angry yeah. and says nothing and walks away. There's so and and women relate to that and the dynamic between us. And then I throw in the little jokes and, and we and, went to millions of views. And, and also, your average woman deeply believes that she married an idiot. Yes, yes, absolutely. If and not, she's probably a little right. In fact, most women believe I married an idiot, but this mm. idiot was less idiotic than the previous yeah, guy. This is my idiot. This is the idiot I feel I can spend the rest of my life with. Yes. Because if I let this idiot go, it might get worse. Yes. Or it was worse. Or it was worse. <laughs> yeah. So I will settle yeah. for this idiot. Yes. And I think and I think Natalie brings that to your videos. Yes. That, absolutely. That, the rolling eyes. That you're not alone. And yes. Blink five times if we must send someone to rescue you. Yes. You know hundred percent. Hundred percent. And that's how it went from strength to strength and we're still going. And it's not hard. People yeah. go like, oh, you know, it's such an organic thing because we're not putting it on. So I go, people go like, Do you write it? I say, There's no writing. I have an idea. I, we put on the phone. I don't even have a big camera anymore. Put yes. on the phone, I turn it on, and we go. And you go. And it's the content that's working. It's sure. not the shaky camera and those things. You know, we do our best, but it doesn't. The, the fact that you can pick up your phone and go, mm. like, you know, in rap, it's called freestyling. Yes. Are you finding that it's making it easier for you to come up with material for shows then? That you can actually think on your feet like that. Yes, it absolutely. But it is, it sort of part comes from the same muscle. Yeah. It's how we come up with material, sure. especially my type of material is day-to-day -day things, relationship mm. stuff. So mm. when I notice something that's remotely funny to me, I take a snapshot because the video then, and then later on, some of those jokes I pulled out to a big, big thing. Yes, you know? yes, so yes, when yes, people yes. come to these shows, it's a completely different thing, but perhaps from the same seed. 
Okay, in fact, so uh, someone might be coming to your show because they saw a skit you did. Yes. So that's just the hook. That's just, that's the Come hook to the show. Yeah. And there's a bigger story. The, there's a, also, yeah. most of the time, yeah. it's a completely different show. People think that they're going to get clips in the show or yeah. some of that material. Like I write... It's like sketch comedy. Yes. Yeah. No, no. I write a complete stand-up set for the show that they've never seen before. That is epic. I just, I just sometimes use some inspiration from the sure. ideas I picked up with her yeah. or with myself. You did Australia earlier on. Yeah. You're off to New York soon. Yes. And, and, and do you write for those audiences or do you take a South African show to those audiences? So every country is a little different. Yeah. The New York one is going to be very much South Africans in New York because okay. I don't have the, I haven't put in the work in New York to have a very big New York audience. Yes. But in Australia, I've mm. been going for four or five years in a row. I've sort of grown. So it's growing organically, the yeah. They are a a consider a considerable I would say twenty percent is Australians yes, in the yes. room. That is that's that's this is a lot. That's so enough. so what they now tweak slightly. Yeah. But there are moments that I don't deny my South African audiences mm, that, mm. that you know bring them home the nostalgia, True. the hook. Because eighty percent of them are still mm. but I do tweak, especially when I do the Australian based shows, like we do showcases. That is neutral material. Marriage stuff is a married man is a married man from here to Afghanistan. Well, Trust me. Yeah. So it's all relatable, you know. You know what I think you should do though. So especially for shows like like you're saying in New York, mm. where you are, you know, unashamedly targeting South Africans. Yes. Tell them if you bring an American friend, um, we can that, translate. Yeah. That t- no, no, that ticket is half price. So that each South African brings an American friend. Yes. Then you have 50%. Uh, Why are you trying to get into my money? Switch? So, no, no, I'm, you know I'm t- how much these tickets cost? <laughs> I'm trying to help you get a <laughs> nah, bigger I get audience. it. 100%. I'm joking, but that's a very good point. Because but, but a lot of married people come to the shows because now they're married in Australia or in New Zealand. Oh, that's why they never right. left. And then they, and then, so I do get quite a bit from that. Yes, yes, yes. But yes, I think yes. that's a great idea if you bring a, a you can get an organic uh, American or foreigner into the room. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> you recently won an award, like now, now, now. Yes. Um, Tell us about it. I listen, fresh. Me, I'm competitive. I love awards. Yeah. I love. I compete full ball. Yes, yes. Full ball. Yeah. From day one, when God put me on this earth, if even now, if me and you are going bowling, yeah. Me, I'm trying to win. Eh? When you beat me, you beat. So, my so, home, so, so, so when you were conceived, you're probably that sperm that I was like, was, was competitive. Just, was nah, 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 nah. But here's the bad, this is the bad hook. The egg is mine. Yeah, this is the bad hook about it. I've yeah. never won anything. Oh, shit. I've tried really hard yeah. and never won anything <laughs> in my life. So, so many, you know, I've been nominated for eight, eight Comics Choice Awards and never won, right? Oh, wow. And then I do the show, I tell CakeNet, listen, I'm going to, if you don't give me a script and a teleprompter, I'll do the show. Mm. But I need to do it like Alfred. Sure. They let me do it. It's a cooking show. Yeah. I'm learning how to cook what's while it, we what, go. What's it called? It's called Roor. Okay. It's a, uh, it's a it's like a cooking show with a guest. What does Roor mean in it's, English? It's stir. Stir. Yes. Okay. So Roor and stir directly. And then forget about it. Yeah. Then they call me. They say, you're nominated with this thing. In my head, I go. I've lost enough in my life. Let me not put my motions here. I will not hold I'm in Afrikaans cooking show. I've been rejected <laughs> from my own genre. <laughs> Lo and behold, one best, uh, best, uh, best, uh, what do they call it? Best, uh, uh, well, best host of a cooking show. That's what I got. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. My son got a real kick out of it. 
So what does this mean now? Uh, will there be Ruhr 2? Oh, sorry, well, Ruhr 2, yeah? We've done Ruhr 2 already. It's It's been aired. We hope that we'll see Ruhr 3, but you never know these things. Sometimes sure. awards don't correlate with... Mm-hmm. with uh, eyeballs on a screen sure, sure. eyeballs on a screen bring ad revenue and that's where the money goes so sometimes we are we are own enemy when it comes to content because the content true. you get is the content you support just remember that absolutely <laughs> yes. speaking of awards um, I remember was it Calvin Goldstone yes who complained that the Comics Choice Awards were biased because yes. you were nominated yes but the the owner of the awards, John Flismus, was yes. managing you also at the time. This do, do you think you lost because of for, that? for politics? Okay. Or did you lose fair and square? So, so no one prepared me for this. This is the first time I've ever spoken about it. Because I know, at that's the what time, I'm asking you. It happened. Yeah. I, I filled in a form. Sure. From my perspective, I filled in a form. This is the categories I'm eligible for. There was a technicality. Mm. Um, the reality was is that my show was in the last two weeks okay. before the cutoff. Before the cutoff. Yeah. But now you know, man. We don't base best DJ of the year on his latest album. Absolutely. Even you might win album of the year, mm. but it's because we know you're a good DJ. Sure. So people vote not just based on the current thing. And I, I, you know, to a large degree, knew that would happen. Mm. I went. I, my PR is up. Guys going to look at the thing. Comedians going to go, Albert has done great. Also, I had 21 guys opening for me. Mm. It's a substantial amount of people voting. Sure. Long story short, I just fold in the forms. I completely understand the point of view, though. I go like, how does a guy there for two weeks and mm. then win? Okay, cool. Sure. This being said, I wish Carvin had just called me and said, brah, I'm about to start this. Oh, yes. Yeah, instead of dragging me. Uh, because absolutely. I felt dragged in the media. Sure. However... Carvin Goldstone, to me, mm. is one of the finest comedians. We might not see eye to eye. He's a funny dude. No, he's one of the best yeah. we've had in South yeah. Africa. Yeah. Yeah. We don't see eye to eye because I think that he should have called. Sure. However, from a comedian to a comedian, I think he's a fantastic talent. Mm. Mm. That whole thing, you asked, do you think I lost because of that? I think I lost because I was going to lose. Okay, okay. They did do so, some so, sort so, of a... So, so it was fair. I think he won. He went you, and won uh, Comic of the Year. Yes, you've got to ask... Despite the fact that he boycotted the awards. No, he won both of those awards. Yeah. You've got to... Like, that, you should ask him, yeah. does, does he think he won because of the country? Because he started shirt. Because I know I was definitely not going to win. Yeah. Because I don't think I was the best in the categories anyway. So if you guys were to stumble upon one another in an elevator, would there be a conversation or would there be a I think. I think... I think there would be a conversation. I mean, not, both of us, we're not violent people. Yes. We're adult men. Oh, no, I litigate. <laughs> oh, don't mess around. You, oh, you think I, I've never been in a fight in my life. I litigate. You see me in the corner going, yeah, no, he had a, he had a turquoise top. <laughs> turquoise. He slapped me. It's hot on the left side. Call the lawyer. <laughs> oh, there'll be no fight. I have a carbon sort of fighting, guys. He's not a he's not an idiot, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I do think there's room for a conversation. I just felt, you know, I would have had an argue, I would I would have had no issues with it if it wasn't just a situation where you called and said, Listen, I think this. Then I could have defended myself on the phone and then when it came out in the wash, yeah. comes out in the wash. Yeah, but just tell me fire in the hole. Tell me income. Because we weren't on bad terms, man. Yes, uh, absolutely. You just called Now we can't be on any lineups together because... <laughs> is, it that, is it that deep? I don't think it's that deep, but I do think 
I definitely feel I would be lying to you if I if I if I if I told you I'm completely happy with the situation. Yeah. I think it would would have been the right thing to do just to call me up. You have my number. Mm. You can find my number. Carver. <laughs> I let you get just before you don't slap. I let you get. <laughs> Speaking of beef and war and litigation. Yeah. You caught two garters at two different weddings. Yeah. Before you proposed. Yes, weirdly enough. Were you... There's a trick to it. Were you under pressure to propose? Not at all. My wife, my wife was very uh, unhappy were, about were, me catching. Were, I was going to say, were the garters linked to the decision? Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. You know how you win? Let me tell you, I've emceed more than 300 weddings in my life. I know how to catch a garter. Jeez. Stand okay. right up front. It's light. It'll come to you. <laughs> And it's cool when the MC catches the garter. It's almost this big fun thing. Then I dare. How does it work when you like catch a garter? Like do you catch and sniff, or you just catch and run and say I want to get married? No, you sniff later. Oh, you can't in so public. You, so you, you can't do a public sniff. Okay, no. so you do it in private. Yes. Okay, guys, I'm not the only one who's ever wondered about what you do with a garter after you catch it. So please don't look at me like that. Thank you very much. Hundred percent. Catch and sniff, huh? You sniff, not me. I just told you you sniff later. It would be the polite thing to do. Uh, my office are telling me we're running out of time. But we're, we're not running out of time. We still have a bit of time. No? Yeah. Cut. <laughs> anyway. Yes. So there's been a lot of shit happening in uh, East Africa. Not East Africa, West Africa. Yes. Uh, with coups and whatever else. I think, I think it was Gabon that went to the polls. And um, the results came out, I think, yesterday. Uh -huh. And um, the army uh, said, um, no, we, we are overturning these results. The army said it. Uh, the army said we are overturning these results. Isn't this a story that, this is not a, this, I mean, this happens. What? These things, these, these military, like, no, we don't accept this. This is not a new thing for us in the world. But you know what the problem is, though? The yeah. problem is Gabon has been run by an entire family since 1967. Uh, the Bongos. So, um, uh, Pa Bongo was president from 67. Yeah. And then his son took over. Yeah. His son was going for a third term right now. Okay. And the army are like, fuck that shit. Uh, it's, it's not about to happen. And but now... I, and I, I'm, I'm at a point in my life as an African where oh. I believe that sometimes shit has to happen for people to be taken seriously. A third term, one family over it's 60 ridiculous. years running one country. It's ridiculous, but often the, 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 the result isn't instant. Like you go, you're going to think now, okay, now, what do you think is going to happen when the military runs things? You know, it's going to be another mess. It takes, it takes burning down the house to the ground almost to start yeah. building. And we hope that it comes back to what it was formerly. Or that it's ever built again. That it's always, uh, yeah. So it's, 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 these things are so difficult. It's tragic, really. But I mean, one, a family, man. It's one like a family. family business. Absolutely. You're running a country like a family. It's like the, 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 the corner store there where they're selling uh, fish and chips. Let me just give you Ministry of Forestry. Pa! You're my cousin. Absolutely. Hey, bro. Do you do political material? Not at all. At, at all. I, I find it very sad, so I don't do it. Why do you find it sad? Bro, these are, these are, I've, because I've lived, I've been fortunate to live in every space in my life. I come from a very um, humble town. Yeah. And my father was a shopkeeper, and I could sure. see how those decisions made at a high level affect people 
that are really suffering. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when people make these jokes, I think of an auntie's face that I know, and you know, it's it's when, so, so so it's so so politics it's, is it's, personal. It's for very you. personal yeah. for me. It's yeah. very sad. Sure. It's very very so it's it's not. That's why you never hear me go political jokes. Mm. I've never done them mm. at all. Mm. I don't have the skill set. To even, make it funny, even when the politicians just give you the material, the, and so they do, man. I mean, they're right. They were though. There's one political joke. Remember that one minister spoke, or that one political figure spoke, and then she farted and said it was a digital fart. In fact, I was going to ask you about that's that. That's the only joke I've done. That's political. And, and she <laughs> I was like, said, I know. And, and, and she said it was added digitally. Yeah. So, no, so, I, so you believe she did? No, my friend. I know. You could see it. You can see, it. we don't have the technology on our highways to make that fart so, you know, authentic. <laughs> With a bit of moist. You could hear it. It was too accurate. You need a studio for that. <laughs> you know, memes are made on a Huawei phone or a Samsung. That, yeah. mm, that was Adobe Pro, my friend. <laughs> Crack. It was just too good. In fact, um, expelled ANC uh, member and uh, former Secretary General Esma Khashoggi started a, a new political party um, on uh, Wednesday. I think he had a press uh, conference. Um, it's called ACT. And the first thing I thought was, I'm hoping as they act, he'll go back to the free state and fix the roads there. Because those roads have been fucked for the last 15 years. My bro. They've been fucked for the last 15 years. Dude, I, have you been to Grahamstown? Um, Talk about potholes. Is there water yet? My, fix the water? I want to say this publicly yeah. so that the people must know. My parents live in Hanky in the Eastern Cape. Yeah. They haven't had, they get water for allocated to them for two hours in the morning every day. You are lying. For six years now. In 2023, you're still having water shedding. My, all of them have to have tanks or, their, or the water is delivered to a central point. That doesn't, you know how those things work. So I just go like... No one's speaking about where we come from. Yeah. I must speak about my people's problems. Sure. When the power goes out in Hanky, yeah. your cell phone doesn't work. Wow. Oh, yeah, because the, the, towers, the towers are in the back. Bro, you, you, you complain about a, a pothole in four ways. Yeah. Come to Hanky. Go down there. Come to Hanky and bring people one. Struggling. And, and bring one with you because you're going to cry. Your guy. That is sad. It's a, when you go to my parents' house, yeah. before you can take a shower, yeah. my dad put in a motor. Hopefully the power is on. Oh, a water pump. Then the water pump pumps the water. So there's that, pressure. Now, there's not always water because two hours a day. Yeah. So you hope that, and, and it's drought. So sometimes there's no water in the tank. Eastern Cape's had proper drought for, for years. It wasn't as well publicized as the Cape Town drought. But the Eastern Cape drought is devastating. And no one speaks about these things. And who tries to fix it? Not the, the local government, but the gift of the givers. Yeah, it's always some someone else. Why should someone else have to step in and say we will help you with boreholes? Yeah, bro. It, it see, this is why sense. politics. I get. You see how hot I get now. Now I think you're talking about these things. I already go. My parents don't have water. Forget my parents. They've got the. They can at least get water. Sure. Think about the number one, the primary form of income for most of those households in the Eastern Cape mm. is sasa. Sure. That's two grand. Mm. There's no water. Mm. They, now these aunties must shave off to, for, for water now. Mm. Money for water. Because sometimes mm. the tank is stolen or broken. Mm. It's devastating. It's devastating what happens when people, you know, things aren't run properly. Have you asked mom and dad why they keep voting for the same people then? My, I asked my father. 
because he can't help himself. Big, my dad. Yeah, it's not. It's public knowledge. Big ANC a guy from back in the day. Yeah, well, does not disagree with disagrees with a lot of things, but he says, oh, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough emotionally for him to cross to try and vote for someone else. Yeah, it's tough. I see. I'm seeing him struggling. But I need water, but I will not change your vote. He for. said he'll walk in that queue and go. Yo, but when I'm there, man, I have flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we laugh, but it's a it's real, very real. It's real for a lot of people. Very real. That anyone else might take me back to 1960. Yes. And it's real for a lot very of people. Very real. Because they lived in that time. Yeah. My dad's got an ANC uh, membership from when it was illegal. It's yeah. old school like that. Sure. When and it was so, written in cursive. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it, it was like, you know, it was a card. It's yes. like a little with a thingy to Yeah. And it's a big deal. He's not a new guy to it. He's sure. not active anymore. Sure. But the, the realities for him is different. Like, I vote differently because I go, ah, but now what are the things? Yes. But he, he he fought for the privilege, for me to have that privilege. For you to be able to vote. Yeah, but he's not, I don't know if he's going to He's not nudge. moved. Mm. He's not moved. <laughs> I see it in his eyes. He doesn't even need the T-shirt, eh? Does not need the T-shirt. Uh, it's tattooed <laughs> in his eyeballs. <laughs> his fingers don't do... It's a default setting. It's like a machine. I don't think he's ever going to... He'll complain, eh? This is not what we fought for, but I, I know him. I when he comes him. out of those boxes, I can see. He, looks, he feels dirty. I can see it. I can see him trying to vote for another party, but his arm is like, nope. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> That's hard stuff to get rid of. Oh, fuck. My dude, we are out of time. Thank you. As you can tell, that lady there She's... is here to tell us that it's time to go it's home. It's time. Because that's what she does. You didn't know that this was going to be such a serious interview. That's what happened to him. I what do you mean? See it. I interview people. Yeah. I, go, I thought this was going to be jokes, but there's other things happening here. No, no, but we want other things to happen. Because oh, we don't want people to think Alfred is just about jokes and annoying. No, no. Annoying Natalie. Very serious. Actually, people would be surprised. I'm very fun and fun loving, but I'm a serious dude. Most comedians are. Your favorite comedian? Serious. Serious, serious, bro. Natalie's like, he must just try to be serious at home, please. No, no, it doesn't work at all. <laughs> Where can we catch you on stage, brother man? Um, if you guys want to catch a show near your house, just go to www.alfredadrian.com. All my stuff's listed there. And I'm the same on all my social media. Alfred Adrian. That's Double correct. A at the end. Yes, before the end. Okay. Thank you. But it used to be Adrian, and then some know-it-all-at-home affairs added an A. No, I think what we did the research, uh, there was a, it was spelled A D R I A N. Okay. And because of literacy, one of my grandparents had to fill in a form and oh. probably just practiced the name and that day put in another A. Also, or, family messed it up. Or, or, and my, this is my theory, yeah. is that there was a, a Maybe an Afrikaans won't be there like yeah. back in the day. And, he, and they went, listen, my name is Adrian. And I spell Muslim Adrian. Adrian, yeah. Bang. That's what I think happened. And the rest is history. Yep. Here now, we Alfred, are. thank you very much, my, my, my guy. Thank you, my friend. Thanks for having me. And uh, always uh, fresh. It's always a good time. You're a funny dude. Thank you. You must uh, come to the show. It's not I, promising. I, I, think, I think your wife is funnier and she hardly speaks a word. And better looking. <laughs> But thank you for hanging out with us. Thanks, man. Cheers. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Udo Karlsson is about to leave the building. Udo Karlsson light. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Alfred Adrian. Thank you. Has left the building. This is... Wow! What a week. What a week. Celebrity guest. Celebrity guest.
Our next guest is someone who can prove two things. That you can develop a great music career, even when you grow up far from the big city. And that you can create a DJ name that can also be used to describe the funkiness of your sound. Please give a warm welcome to Oscar Mbol. Mosquito. Big dog. How many people call you Oskido and you're like, no, that's a different brand? <laughs> <laughs> Quite a lot uh, growing up. Uh, but over the years, I yeah. think uh, it's that I, I lost that, ne that nickname because of my stage name. Sure. People started to focus on the Mbo rather, you know. But growing up, Oskido used to be a common nickname for sure. me. Sure. Is it Mbo or is it MBO? It's the same thing. The same thing. Yeah, because it's an abbreviation for, uh, for my first name. Sure. My first name is Mbongeni. Sure. So I use Mbo as MPO Mbo, however you want to use it, still money. Born and raised where? 33 years ago on the 7th of October. Where were you born? Uh, 7th of August. Uh, born in Pretoria mm. and raised in Kirill, a small town in Pumalanga between sure. Secunda and uh, Whitbank. Mm. Yeah. Tell us about Kirill. Like, why should anyone visit Kirill? What was the big tourist attraction uh, at Kirill? Uh, it's, it's literally a, a, a small mining town. Mm. Um, I, I don't think there's any tourist attractions, uh, mm. literally, you know, because uh, the area, if if uh, uh, um, I can put it that way, was meant to harbor the people who are working in the surrounding, uh, surrounding mines, the coal mines. And, and, and power stations. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's how my parents got to move there because my dad was also working in a, in a power station. Is that why you studied occupational and health safety? 100%. I mean, um, from where I'm from, I couldn't have any career choice far from that. Because, from the mine, yes. Yeah, yeah, because uh, the, the whole idea was going to varsity and coming back to work at home, you mm. know. Um, mm. Uh, no one knew that it would pan out like the way it did. Mm. Yeah. Are they happy or are they disappointed that you're a DJ? <laughs> no, they're happy. Um, I'm lucky to have a very supportive family, mm. uh, supportive parents, like I did, because um, the coincidence is that um, I've been always a house music lover from um, growing up, you know, because I'm from a very music loving family. Mm. So on my final year in matric, mm. um, a friend um, told me to try playing music, you know? Sure, sure. And I, I feel like I'm not the guy to do that because I used to be the guy who collects and I used to be the guy sometimes who shares music with the DJs, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. And then um, I tried it out, you know? Uh, I think it was just after writing my finals. Sure. And then it became something I loved. And then over the holidays, stretching over to the new year while mm -hmm. we were still waiting to to go to varsity, you know, because unlike being in a, uh, a kid in school, varsity mm. starts in February. Sure. So all the time I had to myself to practice and started to enjoy actually. I was passionately in love in it. Mm. Like, 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 like with it. And then when I went to Pretoria already, I had this thing in mind now. And the biggest thing was also meeting the DJ that I've been collecting the compilations, sure. the music, you know. So, so in your metric year, yeah, uh, what were the big songs at the time? Do you remember that period? Uh, I think the Soul Candy House Africa mm. rivalry was was sure. quite hot at the time. Sure. And that's when the layabouts also were coming ah, through, yes, you know, yes, with yes, the songs yes, yes. from Lulo's um, compilation. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I I can't remember correctly, but I know that. Um, so Kenya was in, in like mm. top of his game mm. also at mm. the time, but I just can't pick 
that sounds good. It's been far back, yeah. What's your biggest music memory from childhood? Maybe songs uh, your parents played or your uncles played or your cousins yeah, played? Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. Um, mostly, I can say it can be gospel music because sure. that's what um, uh, my parents played the most in the house. Mm. Uh, but also, I think something very solid would be the birth of Kwaito, Tikizi, mm. you know, that video that she also yes. <laughs> appeared in. Because for me, that was a, a very inspiring time. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I really was was getting goosebumps watching Kwaito rise like that. Sure, sure. Noticing the superstar coming from South African people, which was authentic at the mm-hmm. time. You know, seeing Bugalav topless on TV or with the vest. Yeah. You know, all the girls from Soweto, Brown Dash, Woman Dolls, for sure, me. Sure, sure. Um, that's, that, that was a time where I wished social media was big the way it is right now. Because I would be able to connect more than seeing what TV gives me. Yes. I was too young to go to bashes, mm, you know, because mm. that time bashes were big sure. in, in March. So all you could do was watch Studio Mix. Yeah, you know, <laughs> TV, radio, cassettes, collect yeah, cassettes, yeah. listen to the music, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. but um, Kwaito uh, uh, in particular sure. is has a strongest. Even now, think about it, makes my 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 body shake a bit. Mm. Yeah, Kwaito had a really crazy um, 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 uh, touch in my music journey. Sure. So your childhood was also being in a household of Kaiser Chiefs fans. <laughs> let, let, let's talk about that. Your your yeah. your, your, your love hate relationships with uh, relationship with Kaiser Chiefs. Yeah, no, yeah. it's 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 a it's a hundred percent love relationship. Just yeah. uh, lately, it's been filled with a lot of disappointment. They're, they're breaking our hearts. Yeah, unfortunately yeah. so. Sure. You know, but yeah, um, my dad started taking me to the stadium as soon as I was six, seven. So you, so from Creel you'd come to the stadium. Yeah, yeah. we'd come to Ellis Park. We'd still sure. at the home. Uh, even when that whole thing happened in Ellis Park, we were there. Actually. You you were there during the stampede. Yeah, but wow. luckily we were late, ah. so we were outside when the whole thing was happening. Jeez. And then F and B stadium. I've watched so many finals. I remember the final year, Coca Cola mm. Cup, where Jabu Pule had the the, the dyed dots yes. on his head. Um, Many memories. Uh, Loft us also when we used to play Sundowns mm-hmm. there. Um, yeah, so my dad used to take me to to, to Stadium. So they used to have like a, a, a branch, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and then also my dad is in the taxi industry as well. So oh, they would yes. take out about a couple of buses and then we mm-hmm. travel to the stadium. So you, you so you were in those taxi convoys from Pumalanga whenever Chiefs was playing. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, we would leave and be there on time, watch the match, drive back home. It, mm-hmm. it used to be a culture. But mm. sometimes we opt for the big games, you know, because sure. we're really far away, so on our thirty drive. So yeah, um, I've been a, a fan ever since. Your Kaiser Chiefs coach for this month. What would you do differently? Um, I mean, um, there's a lot of quality missing in the team. Mm. Um, we can definitely do with um, quality signings. You sure. know, Chiefs keep, uh, keeps on signing players that don't match the standards of the team. Mm. Unfortunately. Mm. Um, um, and I do not know, but uh, the main reasons behind that, you know, um, when they were going to play the friendly in uh, Tanzania, mm. uh, I actually met up with the team. Uh, we were traveling to 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 London, mm. so at the back of the terminals there, uh, I bumped to Coach Arthur. You know, we had a small chat because we 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 uh, used the same tailor for our suits, Trevor um, Mason and mm. M. So then I asked him, Coach, what's really really going on? You know, mm. and he mentioned some stuff that which made sense to me, which is quite confidential also. But mm. um, in the transfer market, I get why sometimes, she, after the chat, why sometimes she doesn't get the players that mm. they're supposed to get, you know. 
And if I had the opportunity, you know, I think I'll try to push harder, you know, try mm-hmm. to get the quality to bring the culture of uh, uh, competitiveness from the club itself, sure. you know, mm-hmm. amongst uh, uh, Chiefs and Sundowns, you know. That's definitely the whole thing that I feel like we should change, mm-hmm. that we need, that we bring back the whole identity. And yeah, man, definitely we'll try to get proper signings and fork up the money too for them, you know. But until then, we'll continue having our hearts broken. Yeah, I mean, we we live under hope, yeah. you know, um, and that's not a way to support the club, you it's know, way to. because <laughs> you, you, you don't know what's going to happen. You know, yeah. when you win, you all want to know how did we do it. Yeah. When you lose, you you you, you never shocked anymore, mm-hmm. and that's not nice. And if yeah. we can, if we can win one match, why can't we replicate that? Yeah. And why are we losing to teams that we have no business losing to? Yeah, man. You see, now that's even the thing. I mean, I was watching uh, the the club just yesterday, mm-hmm. and I'm listening to the commentators, and they're like, "Chief is a club to beat. Mm-hmm. Every team plan plans around Chiefs. Even small, the smallest clubs. Yeah, we've, say, we've, we've become daily players. Yeah, like if they can't wait to play Chiefs, you yeah. know. So. And and that's not nice because now already the mentality of, of, of players is very much disturbed because mm. even through the corridors or even as players of the field, they're always joking when we can't wait to play with you guys and embarrass you. Mm. So now you're playing for a big team, but you have so much fear because it's no actually possible that you're sure. going to lose. So mm. that's not nice. And it doesn't help that there's access to social media now. Yeah, I mean, it has killed the whole... Uh, 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 um, drive. I mean, I remember the Soweto Derby. Mm. Um, then there was no social media, you know, even getting to a stadium at 1pm mm. to watch the, the players leave the, 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 the dressing room and go warm up. Mm. You'd understand that uh, already probably the, the, the club they've been camping from Thursday sure. and everything's on the streets, you know, mm. but there's no connection whatsoever on who thinks what and, how, and who feels about mm. what. Mm-hmm. Right now, teams Team players can mock one another by social media, you know, mm-hmm. literally the day before the game or on the game in the morning. And then you know that maybe the top three players that you guys have with the best ones are injured. Mm-hmm. Already you go into the game with fear. Sure. You know, you're mm-hmm. a new kid from development. You First time playing in uh, uh, FNB Stadium, like Soccer City, and mm-hmm. 90,000 crowd. What's going to happen with you if mm. the people that are leaders in the club are, are not there or the people that you have right now, they're all new, you mm. know, there's no club culture, you know, so it's quite difficult. And, and, and I think another problem is as fans, we sometimes forget that these are also human beings with feelings. Yes. And the way we attack them on social media, we tag them on social media. And then you expect someone's mental health to be at a state where they can play and deliver on the field 100%. after bullying them on social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I sometimes think as fans, yes, we must expect the best from them. But if we bully them and then expect them to deliver, yeah. what are we thinking? Yeah, you know, and all this energy should be directed to the club, to yeah. the, like to the board, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. They are supposed to protect the players. Absolutely. You know, if you bring in good players, good harmony, mm-hmm. um, leadership, you know, senior players. I mean, right now, look at the club. We have uh, we have players, but now already I was thinking that if we don't have Kuhn on the field, who's going to be a, a, our our captain? Mm-hmm. And that guy right now, Peterson, he's a, he's a good goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. But how did he become captain um, the few years in the club? Mm-hmm. You know, there's the players uh, who are coming out of the club who are older, who are much more... You think they'd be the leaders? You think they'd be the leaders? No, mm-hmm. man, yeah, like 100%, because mm-hmm. now already... 
the person who like who's a captain is the person unfortunately who's giving us the biggest mistakes right now. Yeah. So and he's fairly new mm. also. So it even gives it more to the club, like how are you guys doing that? How is it possible? You know, mm. so mm. there's a lot of questionable stuff that we can uh, uh, question the board and how the club is run and Although we are never going to get the answers, but mm. The, mm. The, the the main problem, I believe, is there at the top. Sure. Yeah. Let's talk about your career. Yes. Because it's been quite a journey. Yes. Um, your first gig, you were 19. It's 2010. Uh, 2010 was a massive year for the country, generally, yes. because of the World Cup. Yeah. Take us back to that year for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 2010, like I said, I, I completed high school in 2009. Yeah. So 2010, uh, it was the time for me to go to varsity, and already we were, uh, we're, um, I started to practice, you know, mm. and after passing my matric, um, my parents gifted me um um, they gifted me an option of saying, you know, buy your car, we'll give you 100k cash. Jeez. Um, and then. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just have to say something to my parents. <laughs> a car or 100k cash after metric. I'm still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, and then, like a reader, I had the love for, for, for the music, you know, sure. and I, 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 I opted for the cash. Sure. Which led up to me having to buy my own equipment okay. entirely to just practice, mm -hmm. you know. And I, I bought myself a PA system um, because I saw a niche also in the market that that's from my hometown, like mm -hmm. I said. Mm -hmm. Nothing much happens, was happening at the time. So, and then, um, oh, uh, a bit, like before that, we started planning our own gigs. Like, there was a few friends of mine, we, we formed a group called Golden Boys Entertainment. Mm -hmm. And our first gig was at a car a street after. Uh, just uh, uh, next to my street, you know, mm -hmm. put up posters, word on the street, you know, washing cars, having a hard sound, and we were playing for ourselves, you know, and it, it like people came and just packed. That was my first official gig, actually, mm. hosted by me and my friends then. Mm. And then uh, and then it moved over for me, and then I, I said, okay, I want to be serious with this thing, and then sure. that's how I really got to get the equipment and then started to work on on, 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 on myself after the first gig, yeah. Mm. So how did you grow your name such that, okay, in Creel, I'm becoming a household name. Yeah. How do I replicate that and take it outside Mpumalanga? Yeah. Um, is there a formula? Did you follow a formula? Yeah, yeah. So um, the more I'm, uh, time moves in, because now already I'm exposed to other parts of the country mm. due to school moving me out of the province sure. and then also learning you know i mean where i was staying in pretoria at the time uh my first year i was like a block away from house 22. so <laughs> that's where the place is like it was the hub. came from yeah. yes, yes yes you yes, know yes. we were there thursday to sunday um, for the culture, you know, mm. try to meet up with guys like you mm. and every um, um, international DJ who came to just to get inspired, you know, to learn the different styles of of, 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 of DJing, mm. the attitude, you know, um, the music collection, you know. Would you say a place like House 22, which is very deep house, yeah. influenced your direction? And let's say, for instance, if House 22 was maybe a hip-hop club, yeah, yeah. your direction might have changed. Or were you deep house from day one? Yeah, yeah, like, I'd, I'd rather say house music, not yeah, deep house. Sure. I mean, deep house is, 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 is part of house music. Sure. So, 
um, it, it, it did play. It, it, it was an optional move to go to Alternate 2. Sure. Because already Facebook was still was pumping up at the mm -hmm. time. So I already knew that people are going to Alternate 2. Sure. So I wanted to explain that like for myself. Mm -hmm. And then going there, it, it brought me a lot of joy. Mm -hmm. and, and like I'm saying, inspiration, you know. Mm -hmm. So being exposed to things like that, um, putting ideas on how can we, can we f uh, formulate a plan and go home, uh, or my home province rather to try and build brands of ourselves oh, yes. because um the culture of um big artists of big things big events at that time wasn't as big you know mm -hmm. people used to drive out of uh, uh, um, um, um to come to Gauteng to party you know even on a mere weekend you know mm -hmm. so that's when um we we looked into the uh, uh neighboring uh, cities towns Mm. Uh, uh, so what's the nearest town to create? There's Whitband, there's Sekun, that is Middleburg. Okay. Okay. You know, when you so you're right in the coal belt, yes, basically. Yes, like in the middle. You yeah. know. Then we, like I said, we had a group at that time, Golden Boys, you know, we used, we came up with a plan yeah. of approaching venues. Sure. We had a bunch of DJs who played different, uh, 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 I mean, house music, but different styles of house music. Sure, sure. And then we tried to offer them that we do this, we do that, can you please come to a venue, showcase ourselves, mm. and then we try to play something. And then that, on how that gave us growth, now on each and every venue that we go through, mm. uh, go to, we try to get a guest DJ, sure. you know, to, mm. to support the event. And then now we're not only trying to showcase ourselves, we have a person who they're keen to listen to. The draw card. Yes, yes. yes, yes so yes. that's how uh, we, we definitely covered the ground, you know, because mm. not a lot of people were doing that. And then it, it became a thing that, okay, we are young boys who are trying to tap in. At the mm. same time, we're not based in Pumalangam. Sure. And the social media now. And also the biggest thing that I have to mention, Big Dog, is that that then I had already started um, my podcast because sure. of being exposed to Pretoria and the world and how mm. things are doing. So mm. I, I, I met a friend that said who, who taught me a, a podcast platform where I can record mixtapes and put them on that platform oh, yes. and then people can stream and download. Mm. It wasn't a big thing at that time. Yes, you know, yes. I remember the biggest uh, podcasts were from abroad. Mm. So that podcast really put in high volumes mm. and that it puts the names quicker mm. than us being able to go on the ground and try to sure. hustle it out, you mm. know, more like mm. the, the guys of your generation did, you mm. know. So the internet definitely played a huge role in, in terms of uh, growing the brand and being known. Mm. So in, mm. in, in Overall, we, we worked on the ground and also used the internet and things like sped up quite quick. Mm. Yeah. So tell us about this podcast. Uh, what uh, is, was the name of the podcast yeah. back then? The name of the podcast was the Ashmed Hour yeah. podcast. You know, the falls under the colon. Uh, Why Ashmed? So I came up with the name because um, when I was doing the, the process of um, uh, being on the domain of the of the podcast i had mm. to come up with the name sure and it took me two days to think of the name because mm. i didn't want to do something house something or mm. you know because i knew everyone who was going to tap into it was going to go for that sure i wanted a name that's going to stand out mm. to be able to, to to for people to ask questions what is this and mm. then automatically by asking this it's going to be interest and then an opportunity of people trying to to, to sure. jump on it mm. so um i was traveling to gym uh, after uh, 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 um class uh, mm. it's, it, it was in um, Pretoria CBT at the time mm. uh, at the mall called Tramshed mm. so while I'm waiting for my friend after uh, the station I'm, I'm outside I'm looking at the name of the of that uh, 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 center which was Tramshed um, mm. where the gym was and then I tried to 
you know, playing the word. That's how I came up to Ashmed from that name. So Ashmed is from the Tramshed yes. Mall in Pretoria. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it's coming from. As soon as I got home, yeah, I googled the name. I tried to see if it doesn't have any meaning to anything. Sure. And then I spent about two hours, and then I didn't find anything. Mm. I just came up more to more Indian stuff, but it was never the precise name. Sure. And then I said I'm gonna call it the Ashmed Hour. Now, one of the things I've often advised kids to do over the last 20 years yeah. is use the internet. Do what you can with what you have. Yeah. But use the internet, network, but most importantly, be consistent in what you are trying to put out there. 100%. And, and, and I think you started doing that at an early stage. Yeah. Um, so because of, for instance, the Ashmed Hour, uh, a lot of people that had no idea who you are started being exposed to your mixes. Precisely. When did you realize that this thing is catching fire? No, actually, it didn't take long, to, yeah. to, to be honest with you, because, yeah. like I'm saying, the biggest thing at that time, uh, it was the fading out of the compilations, right? Yes. And um, now the new artists were coming in, like... Mm. Um, Local productions were actually on the up at yeah, the time. Yeah, there was yes. an online store... Um, <laughs> I forgot. It was South Africa. It was South Africa. Yeah, it was run by Static P, man. Yeah. What was it called? What's, what's, what's that? Um, I'll remember. Don't worry. Yeah. On. So yeah. now the whole thing of compilations was being zoned out. And then now the 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 the, the, the Afrodisia MP3. Afrodisia. That's <laughs> the one, yeah. Yeah. So now the whole thing, like the game was changing at that time, right? So now I'm getting exposed to 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 more track source, um, to more beatport and the other teacher stores. And Alfredisa MP3 was becoming the big thing. I yes. remember these guys were dropping music on the weekly, mm, you know, mm. at some point. And then now, and you were starting to see names of South African producers that nobody knew about. Yeah. So actually, Alfredisa actually helped a lot of us properly appreciate 100%. where the scene is going. Yeah. Yeah. So now we are not only seeing. Uh, DJ Fresh, Leia Parks on one tech name, sure. title, you sure. know, because that was confusing for me at times. Yeah. And then the more I... I'm I, sure you thought Summer Days was my song. You know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Because, yeah. and to, the way that we still lack the knowledge to this date, yes. a lot of people still think it, it is like that. That is not a compilation. Yes. yes. And you don't know what a compilation is. Sure, sure. You know, there's not enough. There's an dedication. album with a name that must be the producer. Yeah. Sure. You know, so, yeah. um, I mean, for brand wise, it's, it's, it, 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 it was like, like 100%. Mm. But then now for the music knowledge, um, for people to know what's really going on, mm. and there was something that had to, that had to happen that, sure. that, that didn't happen. Mm. Anyway, now I'm collecting the music. Now there's the podcast. Um, we have an, we have a, we have a, we have a um, South African uh, website dealing with our, our South African music, African music, mm. and then we have tech stores and other stores that we are buying. So, on the podcast, I used to do a local mix mm. and the main mix. So the main mix would have strictly international music, sure. local mix, South African producers. Mm. So, um, the just way, for context, so this is about which year? No. 2011. About 2011. 2011, 12. Yeah. Okay. So now I'm doing mixtapes. I'm dropping them weekly, mm. and the way I'm enjoying my new equipment, mm. the way I'm enjoying recording like mixtapes, mm. I'm doing a lot. Sure. So I'm dropping them weekly. So where's school at this stage? No, school is there. I mean, uh, because I, I, I was a person who was able to just rush back home, sure. do what I have to do. And then if I'm not on my PlayStation, I'm definitely. So mm. I didn't watch TV at all. Sure, sure. Practicing recording, practicing recording. Yeah. Having friends coming through to do the same. Mm. And we, we're recording using the online platform. Sure. But now I noticed one thing that. Mm. After two, three months, 
the the interactions to what Bichona dropped, the, the lens was dropping, mm. meaning there was a huge influx and little time for people to listen to these things properly. Yeah. So I dropped from dropping the lenses weekly to monthly. Oh, uh, yes. Create demand. Yeah. Mm. So now, and now, okay, cool, we're not pushing ways to get guest DJs. Mm. We're going to push big names as well. You know, mm. at some point, we had Vini, mm. um, uh, all the big names, actually. I remember very well that mm. the market has big names. And then they, they would be guest DJs. So now we're going to be able to get their audience to check out the podcast. Exactly. And when they come there, they see other artists, upcoming artists, mm. unknown artists, you know. Now, now it's also a CV. When you go to approach a venue, like, yo, this is what we can do. Mm. This is us. Yeah, mm. these are our numbers, and mm. we grew. So so, um, so, so, you guys were intentional in terms of how you are going to grow yourselves and put yourselves up there. Yeah, mm. because one thing I noted, no one was really looking into that. Yes. Only when it started booming, people started to jump on it as well. Sure. But um, we had really been far, because I remember the podcast was number one in South Africa in terms of mainstream and download for six years consecutively. Yeah. And number two globally for, sure. for the same six years, you know, um, and that's huge numbers. So what did those numbers mean to you personally? And how did those translate into business in South Africa? Yeah, it, it, it gave me a, a, a lot of confidence mm. that try the formula, it's working sure. and it's now covering than the nine provinces mm -hmm. and beyond because obviously I could see the stats where it's coming from, where people are streaming from. You know, what I wanted to do every time is to amplify the show, mm -hmm. make it better, sure. make it different. Because mm -hmm. remember now this is working, there's people here who are also trying to, to, to do the same thing. Sure. So every single time I try to change this, try to change that, you mm -hmm. know. And then um it 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 definitely worked business wise because now people wanted to hear, you know how such a figure is they, they want you to prove yourself yeah. that those mixes are they recorded? Well, you like, yeah. Can you mix basically? <laughs> you know, and then by that you give me an opportunity to showcase myself. Yes. You know, and most of the times we deliver. That's why I'm here sitting next to a legend today. Mm -hmm. You know, we deliver given the opportunity, given the sabotage, given whatever the game comes with, of which sure. you would know better about. Yeah. But you take the opportunity, and then now we try to bring in a, li a little bit of professionalism in it as less clued up as we were, mm. you know, but the effects of being how things, seeing how things are done, we try to put it on our brands and try mm. to make ourselves big, like, big names with the resources that we have. Sure. Yeah, so that turned over into ha having shows. While we also hosting, like, our shows, people started to host us and make us guest DJs, get there, we deliver, we play the music, and now there's people who are following the podcast. I remember sure. there were school kids, a lot of, lot of the kids in high school mm. would be playing them, mixes and the social media now so they tag us and tell you sure. this mix is beautiful what's the name of this song you know and also we would not drop the track list of the mix mm. so that you can try to get engagement oh yeah so we know people listen when they want a track list oh, yes. specific number and say okay guys because then the first to ask you what was track number four yes mm. and we also put a page on it yeah. when you get 50k streams you want to drop the the the, the, the mm. you know and then the people who download stream it and then you know now we're engaging with people and then we moved over to doing live mixes now. Mm. So we get we approach a venue mm. saying we want to do the sessions where we record and then we wanna put the sessions same on the on the on the on the podcast. Mm. We wanna get visuals of the recording, you wanna go to YouTube. Sure. This will be the audio of it. Mm. So there was engagement still people came to the shows and it was beautiful. Mm. Beautiful mm. journey. Very, very, very uh, energy draining, but it was very beautiful because I enjoyed every minute of it. So 
all of this is happening. There's growth. Yeah. There's engagement. There's interaction. Your name is growing. Yeah. When does production come into the picture? Because your EP only dropped in 2019. Yeah. Your first EP. Yeah, Colin Bow. Yeah. yeah. So with the growth of the podcast, um, I remember telling the guys, like, gents, when we get to the, uh, our 100th episode, mm. we should also be close to a decade of the podcast. True. I would love us to do something different, mm. to tone down on the podcast, because now there's so many people doing what we're doing, a lot of mm. copycats and stuff like that. Mm. And I was really uncomfortable with it because now it, 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 I, I feel some sort of betrayal, but I also understood that we opened the channel mm. and it's open for anyone, really. Sure. I said, Jens, because we are innovators, let's change the tune. You know, let's educate ourselves on something different. Let's go a different path. In actual fact, what I had wanted for the podcast to end on the 100th episode, mm, mm. you know, and in some way sort of did because sure. now when that happened and then I turned the podcast into a record label, mm. you know, the Ashman Hour Records, yes. you know, now this is the time for growth. We're doing this differently now. We want to go for this, you know. So 2017, 18, we toned down, started working, started working, collaborating, going to my favorite producers, you know, learning the way, and then mm. definitely 2019 is time for now for a new change like for everything, you know. So that's the year, and that's how it moved from doing that podcast mm. and moving over to production. Now, you approached a lot of big names, obviously wanting to leverage that. Yeah. Who would you say were some of the names that, despite the fact that they didn't have to give you a chance, yeah. they did anyway? And yeah. it helped in your growth. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent Vinny Da Vinci. Mm. Um But Vinny's been that guy. Yeah, he, he is that guy. Mm. Yeah. So um Vinny um uh, taught me a lot of stuff sure. um in terms of timing, you know, in terms of how to approach, how to respect the game also mm -hmm. and how to move like 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 generally. There's something that he did at back then which made sense to me a few years later that at times, I felt like he had the opportunity to, to give me some opportunities, but he saw that I'm not ready for them mm. and delayed them. In hindsight, I was working also, mm. and then when the time was right, he drew me closer and mm. we have constant uh, conversations, you know. Mm. So coming from a person who's uh, hands-on at House Africa, I also learned a lot of stuff. Because I also had lots of questions because mm. the gap in the music industry in the is so far apart that we didn't have anyone to consult to. Mm, mm. So basically you are self-taught. So all your mistakes are gonna be public. Sure, sure. All your wins are gonna be public. All your flops too. And mm. and we didn't have, you know, having um a a, 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 a personal uh, um relationship with you as a big artist um while you also you know working, you're doing shows, it's quite difficult because I'm a young boy who generally useless to you. So mm. um, I, I also wasn't a person who was really bothering people as much. I would love to go to shows mm. and never can sneak in a two-minute chat with the DJs or sure. whoever. Those, like, that would help and then ask an information, you know. So mm. um, uh, there is more, but Vinny definitely played uh, an overall role on me in terms of how to navigate and what to do, what not to do, you know, and how to come back from stuff that I could have prevented if mm. I, I knew better. Mm -hmm. In fact, um, I, I always tell Vinny, Christos, and Oskido yeah. that they mentored me and they had no idea. Yeah. Because I would watch them. I mean, I was 18, 19 years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. I'd just watch how they operate. Yeah. I'd listen to Christos's mixing. Yeah. Because Christos could mix from cassette to send. Ah, he's a gem. And, 
still be in the mix. <laughs> he's a gem. He's too much. He's too much. Kutos is too much. Yeah. So, 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 so for me, I understood already from the age of 18, 19, that your mentor doesn't have to hold your hand. Mm -hmm. Your mentor can be someone you're just observing. Just observe how they move, observe how they handle their business, yes. observe how they treat other people. 100%. And 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 I think, you know, Vinny, Christos Oskido probably downplay just the massive impact they've had in the number of careers they've had an impact on. Yeah. But it just also embodies um selflessness. Yeah. You know, they have that. I mean, I was looking at some pictures um where you were you were standing next to Oskido years back in the clubs here in Joburg where you were wearing suits somewhere some most of the time you were wearing a shirt, you know. No, that picture was taken in nineteen ninety three. In Botswana. Botswana. I was doing first-year law. Okay. I was doing first-year law. Oskido and Ian Sugola, his uh, soul rest in peace, um, were doing a gig in Botswana, and they booked me for that gig. Uh, like you're saying, um, you know when you mean nothing to people, they don't have to give you a chance, yeah. but they do. Oskido and Ian did that for me. Yeah. That they didn't have to work with me. Yeah. They could have worked with other bigger names. Yes, yes. But yes. they said, Ntwana, come, let's work. Yeah, so now you see what I'm saying. From yeah. my perspective, already you guys were family. Yeah. From me viewing the picture with sure. no knowledge, yeah. you know. I'd known Oskido six months when we took the picture. Uh, I'd known him for six months. You see, so... When he was he used to yeah. drink Hansa. <laughs> <laughs> British Empire. <laughs> <laughs> Bulawayo Express. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now, with success yeah. comes scrutiny. Now you are this big name. Now you become the celebrity. Yeah. Now everyone wants to get into your business. Yeah. When did you realize that, oh shit, uh, Oscar Mbo is becoming quite a name? Um, like I said... Uh, or, or when did you maybe start regretting how big you were becoming? Um, like I said, w when we were doing the planting yeah. to be big artists or notable artists yeah. in our hometown, um, the biggest thing that I used to fight the most is that whenever the people in our hometown were doing shows and stadiums and we'd fall under the local acts, yeah. you know. And many more. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, I don't want this for us. Yeah. I want us to push hard. I want us to prove that we are the go-to guys in the area, sure. you know. And so now we are working on habits, on yeah. habit of trying to be the best, on having to, to, to have merchandise, on habit to, to, to host our shows. So yeah. we, are, we are busy becoming, you know, we are doing hand-to-hand -hand invites, we are doing doorstep invites, we're going to dropping pamphlets, we're doing mm -hmm. all this stuff, mm -hmm. you know, banners, we're going to, to uh, town to town to put banners to try to push our names. So, um, so, where I'm trying to get to, Big Dog, is that it was never an overnight thing. Mm. So I noticed the growth from, like, the bar, you know, going mm. up. It's okay, now we can, every year, there's more of this, there's more there's of this. Incremental there's incremental growth. Yeah, there's yeah. more of this, there's yeah. more of this, you know. And then um, when uh, the dropping of the... Because obviously I would never go into trying to do production or dropping an album yeah. without noticing how the band is pushing. So sure, sure. it was starting to feel like I'm doing... A lot of like runarounds in the same mm. area, and I was not, I was, I was, I was no longer inspired. And I'm I, running, I but I'm like, not moving. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, let me spread the wings. Let me go for that. Yeah. We're gonna hit the walls, <laughs> but so wanna go, you know. Sure. So that's how the growth came about, you know. 
get into a new space, you know, mm. and, you know, dropping music and literally feeling like you're being ignored because mm. no one knows you. And then I'm like, ah, oh, this is what I wanted. It's time to start from ground up and work, you know. Mm. So um, to, 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 to put it in, I can say 2019 was the biggest uh, drop of thing. Now we're moving from here. We 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 going up. Yeah. People can see us now. Yeah, people can see us because that's the year I dropped sure. the EP. Mm. End of the year I dropped the album, my debut album. You know, um, the EP was called Laughing Love. Yes. And then later in the year, Golden Power. Mm. So also as a group of gents that we're working, we also agreed that gents, if you wanna go solo, we are gonna get quicker where you wanna get. Sure. You know, as a group, mm. I've seen so many groups uh, tear down. You know. Um, uh, like many because of their own reasons, but I've also noted how growth was limited in a group. Yes, you know, yes. if you sick, we can't pitch up. Mm, you know, mm. if you're feeling somehow, and I said, gents, we are not dismantling this. Let's yeah. go work. We'll mm. come back again mm. uh, when we're older. When we've got much more. Because when I grow, we grow. Yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, and then we all pursued that. We sure. all did our thing, and we are all doing well. So that's the year where the whole thing changed, and that's where now you're going solo. You're practicing what you did with the group, but now individually, you know. Sure. So 2019, moving forward as a year, yeah. But but you're also becoming somewhat of a fashion icon, uh, some would say. Uh, because you always look on point. You know, I've seen people compare your fashion sense to, you know, Tyler, the creator, maybe even Skepta, yeah. uh, maybe even ASAP Rocky. Let's yeah. talk about you and fashion. Uh, um, um, uh, I think looking presentable for me 24-7 yeah. is, my, is, is something I told myself. I I'm sure I know you wear pajamas with the top button. <laughs> <laughs> And a tie. I'm sure Oscar is the first guy with a sleeping tie. There's actually a trending picture right now where one of the guys who do that's the 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 the, the portraits with yeah. he was he came to drop off this edge by my house. So sure. um and then it was still early in the morning. I think mm. I got home at four AM from a show. Sure. So he comes through and I wake up and I'm like I'm not changing because I haven't showered yet. And then we, we, we get out the house take a picture for mm. his, um, you know. And then th that picture was old mm. and it's surfacing now a few weeks back and I'm actually wearing a pyjama with the, <laughs> 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 with the person, yeah. So people are like, if this, this guy trips even when he's uh, sleeping. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, man, come on. Yeah. So it's all about being presentable, you know. Mm. Um, Fashion icon, uh, fashion, uh, uh, um, it's, it's quite a, something I don't like to touch about yet until uh, um, I've grown in it. But for me, how I look at it is being presentable, you know, that's what I, I because there's something as a group, again, I'm going to go back to the group, because that group gave us so much mm. things to work Who on. Who else is in this group that you keep referring to? Ezra Mlodja and Ezra uh, DJ Lu, you know, mm. there were other members that we also left at left us earlier, so sure. I cannot mention because mm. I don't have much more memories with them than the mm. guys, you know. DJ so Islam Lotra, DJ Lu? Lu. Lu, Lu, Lu. DJ Lu, yeah. yeah. So the, 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 the three of us. So sure. our mandate was whenever we go to shows, we have to be presentable, even if we draw attention. So mm. sometimes we go to a show wearing a full-on uh, suit, you mm. know, formally wearing boots, tucked in. Mm. That was our 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 our, our go-to thing to, to also catch that, that mm. attention of these guys mm. are being different, you know, because, you know, how the notion of how DJs are portrayed as people who don't like themselves mm. or people, like, people who the are different. and the suit. Yeah, you know, mm. so we tried to move away from that. And then even without the group, I maintained 
this thing was looking presentable, even away from my job. You sure. know, even if I'm gonna go to do errands, I'm gonna do around. I want to be looking as comfortable, as good as I would, I would like to be. Is if anything happens, you know. But generally, Majita from that part of town, though, you know, with bank included, yeah. Generally, looking good is a thing. Hundred percent. And and I don't know if it's because during the week a lot of guys are at the mine yeah. so when i'm not at the mine i must look good yeah yeah uh, that i won't take that away from, because that's where i'm coming from there was culture yeah looking good you know we would go to an event and we'd look forward to see how's he yes, yes you know how you know that's that used to be a thing i won't call it competition because it, it always used to be good vibes. It's a way, of life. About, it's yeah, a way of life. Yes, it's yeah. all about you. So when you go to a party, you're now looking forward to saying, I want to be the only one who wears this type of shoe, mm -hmm. this colorway, you know, this type of jeans. So it used to be a thing that we grew up with, really, you know. So you're 100% spot on. 100% mm -hmm. spot on. That type of, uh, that, that that area of the country, with Beng, Pumalanga, Middleburg, Utkwagahe, um, is like... It's a, it's a thing. Yeah. Now, now, on the flip side of all of that attention you get, you also get negative attention. Yeah. People saying, yeah, he's not wearing originals. Hey, hey, these are fakes. What do you say to people who say that to you? But also, how do you feel when people come at you like that? Yeah, um, I don't say anything. Yeah. Um, um, and I'm also human. Sure. You know, uh, to some extent, it used to make me feel somehow, mm -hmm. you know, but, uh, Didn't you deactivate your Twitter at some stage? No, no, I did. Um, yeah. And don't about that, actually. Mm. Um, let me tell you how, how I did how to deactivate my Twitter. Then I'm yeah. going to come back to this topic. Sure. Um, we were actually done with the December shows, and it was the first time doing so many shows. You mm. know, I was exhausted mentally, physically, and I wanted a break. And I was going on a, on a, on a, on a, on a, on a holiday. Mm. This is, what, two years ago, right? Yeah. Um, was it the time we met in... Um, in Limpopo, that festive season. I think so. I think that festive season yeah. we, we played at Madombija Village. Yeah, yes. we did a total of thirty-six shows that Your, December. Yeah, and we're just driving. It's everywhere. tiring. It's yeah. tiring. So I'm like, you know what? I need a peace of mind. Yeah. Besides, uh, Twitter also never used to be my favorite app because of mm. um, how people uh, do things there. You know, sure. and then. I think just to take a break. And I remember, I think it was 21 days before mm. it goes. And I think on the day we met back with the team was mm. during that time. I'm trying to log in, trying to log in. I lost my account. Mm. I was really shattered by that because um, for work opportunities, uh, for, for, you know, getting to, because it, 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 it worked a lot. Twitter mm. worked for a lot mm. in terms mm. of reach. Sure, to, sure. To, to, put up the, the work so I lost it because I was taking a break on holiday and then I, maybe I completed it wrong to say I have to be back on this day latest to continue working mm -hmm. but otherwise it, 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 it never used to be a thing on my platform that um, gets to affect me because I'm a person who just posts my stuff and then you know mm -hmm. post my stuff engage here and there mm -hmm. even the, the other social media platform that I have today I use it that way sure. um, because it's like for brand work, it definitely um, uh, 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 has a, a, a lot of reach. You know? mm -hmm. Like I was saying earlier on that, I really wish that Quieto era had social media involved because people now get to connect more with you. By, and, and streaming you know, and, and YouTube 
because a lot of Kwaito artists, I believe, their careers came and went yeah. before they made the money they deserved to 100%, make. Hundred percent. They should know. have made a ton of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, like the popularity didn't match uh, the rewards. The paycheck. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, um, so it's 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 platform that I use just mostly for my work. Um, it's sure. never personal, unless I want to. But I just share a little bit of here and there, mm. but just to show people that I've, uh, the the human feel of, of myself, like sure. unlike you seeing a page of mine run by robots, it's mm. too direct. You know, there's no interaction. Make it personal. Yeah. Mm. So so it, it, it that, that's how I got to lo- to lose my 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 Twitter account. Mm. So then there's something that integrated into that. Oh, you know? okay. So it, it had nothing to do with cyberbullying no, 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 or anything. No, no. So so yeah. when it comes to the cyberbullying and and stuff like that. It used to affect me um, a lot, you know, two years back. Um, but then I also noted that it comes with the zone that I'm moving towards, yeah. you know, um, uh, because now... You're a superstar uh, DJ. <laughs> it comes with the territory. Yeah, yeah, you know, but I got that while I'm on the go because I never asked why, you know, because it's it's really painful, you know. But then when I noticed that I'm not the only one who's getting mm. this, um, put it like this, you know, big guys, you know, in the industry for different things, and but it's, also, it's almost like it's like the same thing, but it has different branches, you mm. know. Mm. And that's when I started to learn on how they navigate, you mm. know. You, you learn on people's um, um, misfortunes, you mm. know. That's how I look at things because mm. I'm also human, it can happen to me. Sure. I don't only learn about the wins, I also mm. learn about, you know, started doing much more reading, you know, on how people navigate. Something highly unrelated to my music career, you know, looking at superstar athletes from abroad, you mm. know, mm. reading their books watching their documentaries, I would see it all, oh, it's a global thing, mm-hmm. you know, that's how it, it really got me to Chalmers, I would say, I need to fix my mental state about this thing, and, and just uh, chin up, you know, and head forward, still want to be worse, mm-hmm. probably, um, but if now that makes me stop what I do, or stops my growth, it means I was never meant to be here in mm-hmm. the first place, mm-hmm. yeah. And those that don't want you here have won. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. 100%, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Another issue that you had to deal with, again, I don't know if it was cyberbullying uh, or what happened at the office. Uh, there was the incident with, was it DJ Archie, who was saying they paid you for a gig, you didn't show yeah, up, yeah, you don't yeah. want to refund them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was, because often there's a lot happening in the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. So, so, so care to take us through that and maybe clear the air if there's anything yeah. that needs to no, be cleared. No, no, no. Um, like I'm saying, uh, big dog, the growth that comes with this, um, we, we we personally had, personally, let me speak about myself, I'm mm. saying we, sure. I have no one, had no one to, to go and consult and say, um, here, um, this and this, you know, I, I, I speak a lot to, to, to uh, Hot Manunat, uh, sure. Black Coffee, you know, sure. and every time we're together, I always ask about things, you know, sometimes he reaches out, you know, um, out of the blue to tell me what not to do. Now it's time for this because he also understands and he also, he's also watching, you know, mm-hmm. so he's also more like a Vini, like to me. I respect sure. him so much because mm-hmm. he cares. And then what, uh, when it comes to office work, when it comes to booking like that, at that time I had an inexperienced team mm-hmm. um, and chosen by myself because I've always wanted to be an empire of my own sure. and I told myself with the knowledge that I have you know of the industry I'm going to try to steal it onto someone and then we get to build this thing going forward you know mm. I'm going to point fingers and it was a collective mistake but it was someone's role um, and then we got ourselves overbooked um, mm. on something that was never supposed to happen mm. and I remember it was also December time and it was the only show we had as a, 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 an, a, an overbooked 
uh, um, mistake. Mm. And now, and the mistake, the mistake was really a fixable thing because now when you make a booking, the agent has to see where we're booked. And the second person coming to book, you have to calculate distance, you have to calculate... Doesn't make sense. Yes. Doesn't make sense, yeah. So when I'm done with the first gig, I know I had two gigs. It was that gig, and I had to go to Archie. Mm. So now they, they're giving us a time for 11 p.m. Mm. I just got done with my gig. Because also an, a, a, another thing that people don't know, that when they want artists which are car pullers, everyone wants prime slot, late yes. slot. No mm. one wants the early slot. Mm. And I've made peace with that. I'm fine with having one gig a day mm. or two gigs if I'm going to say, okay, um, now it, uh, from that experience, I've learned that if you want to take two gigs, mm. at least the traveling hours must not exceed. It, um, it mustn't be a suicide hours. trip. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I know I'm doing 10 yeah. by a fresh show. I'm not doing one by Vinnie show, mm. you know. But at that time, and now when we leave the gig, get into the bus, we're traveling, the GPS says we want to travel for five hours. I'm yeah. like, it doesn't make sense. When I get there at 3 a.m., yeah. Yeah. you know, and when does this show end and there's other artists and what's the real uh, lowdown? So now there was a miscommunication that happened mm. from both parties. Sure. And I understood the whole jinx of the thing where it was also avoidable. We were not supposed to set the show, etc. And then while we were trying to fix the, 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 the problem here, mm. that there was a, a clear miscommunication because they gave us the wrong address. Yeah, right, right. And then while we're traveling, we get a WhatsApp location from the host, mm. which is opposing now what they sent mm. on the booking, uh, you know, request, which tops out to, uh, to uh, it up to uh, five hours. Mm. And then now the guy was trying to save himself and, and put it as if we are trying to be difficult. Mm. We, we played him. We, we choose the shows to play, you know. And I understand because there's fans mm. who are waiting. Mm. There's money that needs to be refunded if I don't perform. Sure. I understood the whole thing. Mm. And mm. now he took the first leap of saying, okay, I'm coming out because you guys, blah, 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 blah. And then now, by then, it's now us coming to social media to defend ourselves, mm. not to deal with the matter that is. Because now, so he, how do you conclude it? He says he wants a follow-up date. He mm. doesn't want to get a refund. Because immediately when this happens, even if I can't make it to a show with or weather, um, I'm wrong or not. The sure. first thing is, is definitely a refund so that they can replace me with another artist, you know. He didn't want a refund. And then a few days later, he changed tune and, and because getting pressure from people now that mm. he told them lies. And then it was his word over his, but because now um, um, I'm the famous one here. Mm. I'm the one who's, 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 who's acting up. He won with that thing, and I, I, I never want to be a person who's now want to try and go for them back with a with a with a with a client like that, mm -hmm. and that uh, took a whole different direction. But of which, if eventually we did like refund him, but he put it there on a brand of which it was never supposed to happen. It was mm -hmm. a clear miscommunication, and we were we are supposed to fix it the right way, and mm -hmm. unfortunately he opted the other way, and sure. that happened. And but it was resolved, though. No, it was, it was, mm -hmm. you know. But mm -hmm. it, it was now resolved in a very painful manner because now my name is unnecessarily dragged. You, know? you, you were also attacked on social media, and again, I use the word cyberbullied. In during that period, yeah, what's going through your mind at that time as this drama is unfolding? Yeah, I mean, you 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 question this now, you know, you would say, um, how? Says we have so little now. Why so much? Because you guys are the same ones who are cheering, who are appreciating X Y Z. Now this, mm. you know, but then it brought me to 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 the to the worst that when you pray for rain, you must prepare for the mud mm. as well. So it was. Yeah. And with you mud know. comes pigs. 
Yeah, they're gonna make you dirty. <laughs> they're gonna make you dirty. So the time I, you're wearing a double breasted suit. <laughs> uh, and it's because now it's confusing. You know, 50% getting that, 50% getting that. And you're like, mm. okay, what's going on? But like I said, already at the time, I was also trying to uh, go through a self-development area, you know, where I'm just, you know, consulting with people who are older, who know better than I do. Mm. I was also reading into stuff that want to shape my, my mental state. So True. as much as it was a confusing time, it also made me stronger in terms of, okay, now I need to make sure, I need to be much more hands-on on my brand. I need to, to avoid this type of mistakes because now I understand what goes into the preparation of a person attending a show. Sure. The only person coming to a show, there's cost of mm. outfit, there's, there's food, there's traveling, there's there's this hairstyle. So, mm -hmm. and now it's still that now a show is not, yes, it is about me. I'm the headliner, but now there's a lot involved in that happening. Mm -hmm. And with all means, I have to make sure that I make that the shows. Mm -hmm. So, the growth came in me, uh, t uh, uh, beefing up my team with some skills, changing people, you know, to a point that today we have offices, we have a professional team, and we are, we are, we are, we are working on all the mistakes the brand has done over the years mm. um, and, and, and ultimately looking at growth and becoming uh, understood the most professional team there is over the years to come. You know? mm. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of consulting, uh, you had drama with two uh, traditional healers the other day. <laughs> uh, tell, tell us about that. Yeah, I'm not involved <laughs> in that big dog. <laughs> we're, we're actually laughing about it as well. I'm not involved in that big dog. I, I don't know. I think I, 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 I happen to have a name that's easy to, to you know, to, to spark in some numbers when people want to use it, you know. Mm. But um, I was, I'm not 100% involved with any of those things. It was just, a, that's why I didn't even entertain it. Uh, I'm not involved with that. Which I, I laughed about it because now it was new information to me. And so mm. like, okay, my name again. Whatever, guys, run with it. But So, so you're not involved with any no, of no, the no. traditional leaders? No, 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 I'm not involved any. I, uh, I definitely wouldn't also. Oh, but why not? No, no, no. It's what, a personal thing. What are you scared of? Uh, a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> but no, definitely zero. It was just one of those things. I think that's why it also uh, faded off as, as, as quickly as it came. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. No, no. So you, you talk about the, the, the experience that you had with the, the, the Archie incident and the fact that you've developed a yeah. lot. You've been working on yourself. Yeah. I mean, we had you on um, O Ship on our cruise last yes. year. Yeah. And, you know, we often ask all of our staff for feedback. And your name was right at the top in terms of easy to work with, is on time, doesn't doesn't think the diva, uh, is not full of shit. You're right on the top of the list. Yeah. Um, l l let's talk about that because, you know, we we, we, we deal with a lot of DJs on our yeah, ship. Yeah. And we have guys who don't even have half of your profile yeah, yeah. that behave like superstars, yeah, yeah. that are making demands, are treating our staff like shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's talk about that, just that development yeah. that you did on yourself. Yeah, um, I think uh, a, a big thing that um, I'm really excited to do and I was really excited when I um, I, I got a, a, a call from you. About oh, yeah. This. Another thing they said about you was, yeah. we love the fact that he reads the crowd. Yeah. He reads the crowd. Because a lot of guys don't read the crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A guy just comes with 10 songs and <laughs> plays the 10 songs. Yeah. And they carry on. Yeah. yeah. So um, another thing, um, just to start off this conversation, was, yeah. I really, I'm, I'm so looking forward um, for, for the foreseeable future to tell my own story my own way. Because from what the public knows, it's, this thing that we're thumbs about me mm -hmm. um, in terms of that, um, 
I'm big-headed, I'm mm. difficult to work with. And like I said earlier on, I'm not a person who, who defends himself. You know, mm. if you first going to come and say, Oscar, this, I won't go and say and oppose at first day, mm. you know. Instead, I'm going to wait for a day where I see in person, like, man, why would you do this to sure. sure. Um So, like, uh, uh, in terms of uh, that, um, people some had mm. some sort of perspective about me that I'm a, I'm a very, and also bring into such instance of Archie mm. and also other, because other promoters also came up um, mm. when the mm. Archie thing blew up and came up with their own stories of which is, like I'm saying, it's normal business miscommunications, mistakes that yeah. Yeah. happened on the other side of which we highly uh, uh, um, took responsibility uh, off, you know, and, 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 and fix those entirely. But now it's now made as if now it's, a, it's, it's, it's now a campaign. This mm. guy is not credible. Mm. This guy mm. is not mm. worth it, you know. But now at that time, I remember asking my friends, I'm like, through all this, I'm still one of the most book artists in the country. How is mm. it happening that sure. this through this, but this is still happening mm. and people and life is continuing, but because I'm not saying myself of the story, you know. So I'm saying in terms of that, I respect what I do a lot mm. yeah, um, because I've, I've I've seen how much it has pushed for people like you over the years by respecting the craft, mm. regardless of the number of people at the show, regardless of whether I'm getting good or bad uh, uh, equipment to work on, you know, conditions, traveling conditions, you know. Um, the art itself, I, I, I do respect it and I always try to make um, the host life um, easy mm. because I know that thinkers in India, you know, we're going to work in many years if I do what I'm supposed to do. Mm. I always try to assist with the marketing. I offer promo videos, you know. Um, so I always try to engage in a way that it also puts me as a business person in the sense that I'm considerate of what you're trying to do here because as much as you're trying to achieve something as a host, mm. I'm also trying to grow my brand. I'm also trying to show people what I can do and what I'm capable of. So I understand entirely that this is a 50-50 thing and that's how I approach what I do because I until, entirely respect mm. and love it. True. Yeah. You, you you touch on something that I preach all the time, that I've been DJing and getting paid to DJ for 31, 32 years now. Yeah. You're 33. <laughs> Just putting it <laughs> <up. laughs> I'm actually 32. I'm 28 next year. Oh, yeah, 23 next year. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, so I've been getting paid to DJ for as long as you've been alive. Yes. And I am still gigging. Yes. And one of the reasons I'm still gigging is precisely what you're saying. Yeah. That you need to respect what you do. You need yeah. to show up. Yeah. You need to be a part of a team. Yeah. You're not just being parachuted in yeah, yeah, and out. Yeah. You are part of the team, yeah. even if it's not your event. Even if it's not my event. And, yeah. and a lot of DJs don't realize that, that you are part of a bigger picture here. Yeah. And if you treat yourself like an outsider, that promoter is not going to book you again. Ever. You're not going to get return business. Yeah. They're not going to tell other promoters about you. Yeah. I mean, I we played a birthday party the other day. Um, and from that birthday party, we've gotten five bookings because of what you're saying. Yeah. That show up, be on time, kick ass. Yeah. And don't be an asshole. Yeah, yeah. You know, that human touch also people want to have a conversation, pictures. Exactly. You know, I'm 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 not saying you are obliged to do it, but yeah. if you are that person then if it won't you kill know, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you, know, you do it? Because like I always say, um when you go to mostly of the remote places that some of the most of the audience there 
sometimes it's possible that they'll never see us again. Yes. So why don't you get there, give them a show, be memorable, you know, give them, you know, yes. something that they're gonna be able to say, oh, oh, wow, actually, I got the human side of this guy, yes. you know. So that's how I, I definitely attack in mm. terms of my business, in terms of my approach, how I wanna be known, what I wanna be known for is definitely adding the human touch into it because I feel like it's gonna give me much more longevity in the mm. game. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Now, outside of Amapiano, yeah. you're easily the most booked DJ in the country right yeah. now. Or outside of Amapiano and radio guys, yeah, yeah. you're easily one of the most booked DJs in the yeah. country. Even inside Amapiano, guys. Even inside Amapiano, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But also your rate of release is also going up. Yeah. Is that intentional? And would you say the two are related? No, it's actually not going up. Yeah. I'm still keeping the same formula. So no, my man. There's more songs with your name on over the last twelve months than over the last five years. Yeah, but it's not from my my projects. No, no, yes, yes, yes but yes. projects you're on though. Yes, yes. I'm 100 yeah. percent. Um, because I believe so much. Uh, sorry, I just missed your question there. Yeah. But to answer your question is that, um, I believe so much in collaboration. Sure. Um, um, I, um, and everything I've worked on has collaboration, and I feel like I, um, we can go further. I mean, that's what. I'm a piano is it's collaboration. Yes. <laughs> if you can check all those projects, all those new kids were brought in through collaboration. Yes, yes, yes. They were yes, given yes. an opportunity and they did what the the the, the house music community didn't do. Yes. Much more of the hop uh, hip hop community didn't do. It was more um, stardom based. He's a star, he's gonna run So that's how Squadra came down, by, by, by the way, because the stardom now came in. Like, no, no, I want this by myself. Not even that, that's seeing how they slowed down, rather. Sure, sure. And two kids is the same thing, you know. So, and the collaboration uh, it made Amapiano go so quick, mm. you know, and that's something I noted from them. Like, okay, even before that, because trying to work with people from different areas, different talents, mm. you know. So now with the same thing, when it comes to the brand, you know, um, uh, we know to one another our strengths, you mm. know. Mm. Yo, can you work on something? Yo, hundred percent. What's your plan? How do you want to plan on releasing? I'm like, no, mm. I dropped two, three projects here, mm. so. You can use this time frame, this time frame, this time frame. Sure. You can work on it. Then mm. I'll help fully help uh, push, mm. you know, because I know you, you benefiting, it means I'm benefiting. Sure. So sure. let's run with it. So in, in, in terms of collaboration, I believe so much in it because there's times where it's supposed to be my quiet season. And, sure. But now, because I'm pushing because of a collaboration, you know, mm. which makes sense because I feel like it's just God's sent because sure. it wouldn't be something that uh, just happened out of the blue. So mm. in terms of timing, pushing, definitely collaboration mm. has done so much work uh, without one really uh, focusing on that and it booms, you know. I remember I was sent uh, Yes God about two months ago. Yeah. Or three months ago. Uh, yeah. So... And 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 you will know because you play songs before that you've dropped yeah, them. Yeah. So by the time they become big hits, you're like, Ish, I've been playing this song. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, how does that work for you? That a lot of the songs blow up, and now people want to hear them. Yeah, yeah. But when have you been playing them? Yeah. So um, that's my culture of that. That's my understanding of being a DJ. Yeah. Me, because like I'm saying, coming to shows where DJs are playing, I hear strictly music I don't know, and I'm like, that's. Beautiful, that's interesting because it now makes me say in the gig guide of Thursday to Sunday, yeah. this guy's in my area, I'm gonna go to all these places, I wanna hear what he has to have. Or does he play the same set everywhere? Sure. Does he have so much to offer? Mm -hmm. So it gives you a curious feel about the artist. Sure. Definitely I love doing that because mm -hmm. I feel like I'm introducing the new music to people, sure. you know. Um and by, by so doing. Besides being a, a dope DJ status mm -hmm. of saying, you know, 
he plays unknown music. It also, it's, it's also a feeder for all the unknown artists we are trying to promote, all the, the, the unknown artists we are trying to put into the game mm -hmm. as well, and all the music which we should expect sure. from an artist. Because from 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 so doing, we're now having streaming platforms. We're now having uh, 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 radio mixtapes, podcast podcast mixtapes, so mm -hmm. people can stream those things, use them as a marketing tool as well. True, saying, true. yo, this particular song was played by Oscar Moetti's show mm. and this is my song coming soon. It, is, it has worked, you know. I Absolutely. mean, we've sold gold for artists which are, we are unknown with that platform in this age and time. Mm. Well, I'm a piano, so big. So for me, it's more of like, it's a, it's, a, it's a concept which has so many wins in it. Absolutely. Yeah. You said you want to one day tell your story. Yeah. Uh, one day, maybe whether it's write a book or do an interview. <laughs> yeah. What else is out there about you that you want to clear? No, there's nothing generally. Mm. Um, uh, uh, there's nothing generally that I want to clear. Mm. Um, I'll just love people to support and uh, draw closer to the brand. Yeah. Um, try to understand more of what I'm trying to offer instead of listening more to what would uh, make rounds on, on any table, on any platform, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, I, I just want to be a person who wants to be heard, uh, mostly musically, mm. you know, um, with the art itself, the music, the shows, you know, there's a lot I'm planning, there's a lot I'm doing. And I just like the, 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 the people who are genuinely interested to just come closer. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of clearing, uh, there's nothing to clear. Um, uh, zero. I'm not a person. I'm going to play a quick game before I let you go yeah. um, because we're being shouted at. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's called been, When Last. It, yeah. When last uh, did you pray? Uh, this morning, mm -hmm. yeah, before I left my house. What did you pray for this morning? I'm pray I always pray for guidance. I always pray for wisdom, for protection, you mm -hmm. know, for growth, you know, and uh, to move into the path where I'm supposed to be and not go to where I'm not supposed to go. Sure. Um, that's my daily prayer, you mm -hmm. know, for God to protect my parents. Um, protect me i want to live longer I, wanna, I have so much work to do mm. i have uh, to top up what you guys have done mm. so that comes with time you know you know to be able to continue traveling the world doing shows you know mm. i just started a show in, in london a few weeks back sure. and that felt amazing i want to do more of those you know also time for me to, to, to do shows in my home province, you know, my home country, big shows. Mm -hmm. So and I, I need God's protection from that, you know. Sure. I need God to send the right people to work mm -hmm. with towards my direction. Sure. You know. Um so overall I pray for me to be able to this work to be this workhorse mm -hmm. with no interruptions. Yeah. When last did you tell your dad that you loved him? This morning. I speak to my dad every day. Mm -hmm. And it was his birthday yesterday. Okay. So um, uh, I speak to my dad every day. He's my role model, mm. and he's a person who knows everything about me. You know, he's a person who's protected me and a person who's always wanted the best um, for me. I, I can believe that I'm his favorite son, sure. and he supported me even over the years when things didn't go um, the way that we wanted in terms mm. of projection. Because when you when you grow up as a, as a person, you also project. You know, I've invested in events that didn't bring back the money I put in, and he was the one funding that. Him and my mother. Um, so uh, I, I told him just yesterday. I'm um, mm. this morning. Sorry, mm. that I love him. But yesterday was his birthday. Mm. Yeah. Mm. When last did you cry? Um, I cried um, last week. Mm. Um, I just done an operation. Mm. And um, and um, I think I was misled by the doctors for my sake. 
they told me the operation is going to be in the morning, it's going to be two hours. It moved on to be six hours. Yeah. And then um, I had a big show to do on the same day. Mm. And they guaranteed me that I would, I would, I'll be able to do the show. Mm. And then I moved over from losing that day of a show to losing the whole weekend because I had to recover. Mm. And in within that, uh, I just felt a lot of pain because now I became a person who cannot keep his word. Mm. Um, because in between that, I had to do a show in my hometown. I had to do it at around nine shows and I couldn't do them. Um, which, which I understood, but it was painful for me because so you had to cancel nine shows. I had to cancel mm. and take out a statement. And so, uh, so why exactly were you crying? Because it's 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 I I I hate not being able to do what I said I'll do. Mm. Um, it, it just makes me feel somehow. And sure. also, uh, I always look forward to working. You know, meeting new people. In between that was a show in my hometown. I haven't been there. I haven't played there in in a, in a, in, a, in a while. So it was quite a sensitive thing. Mm. And also. The line of work we have, Fresh, is very, it's 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 very um, painful because with a statement of me not being able to do my shows, mm. I had to reveal hospital um, personal stuff, personal stuff mm. to convince the people that I'm sure. actually not fine. Mm. And then why do it? Does it have to be like that? Because I'm also human, mm. you know, and. Mm. Even with that, people see that I'm not fine. I'm in hospital. They switched up the hospital. They'll still switch it up, yeah. Yeah, they mm. told people that uh, I was hit by a bottle. I was hit by people because we are fighting for whatever. Mm. And it's much more painful because now there's a problem. Mm. I'm trying to be professional as possible. My team is taking care of it. And there's a huge twist. So I'm focused on recovery. Mm. I'm home. I can't work. I've disappointed people. And now I'm dealing with people saying, is what we're reading true? Are you fine? Okay. So it's, it's a whole thing mm. now that's been missed. It becomes a lot. Yeah. So mm. definitely broke my heart that even if you try to 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 be as considerate as possible, it then people are going to do it their own way. What so, are, what is the operation for to reduce your talent? Like <laughs> it's like it's too much, my man. We need to. It's just my power. A bit. <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately, it was unsuccessful. So the beat goes on. Yeah. Yeah. Are you able to talk about the operation? Not yet. Because um, mm. it's not something huge, also, mm. but it's also not something that I want people to make new information mm. about. It was mm. something that I was, I was overdue over mm. um, for a long while. As soon as my doctor called me, that have a space in theater on this date. It was my birth month. I was supposed to be kicking the whole month. Exactly. And then he told me they have a date now, 17th of August. Sure. And he's telling me on the 10th. Mm. And, oh, they have a date for me in November. Mm. And knowing how my fitness season is, I said, sure. I'd rather recover now. Let's do it now. now. Absolutely. And then my life continues. Mm. And then that's why I opted to, to, to say, that now and never and, and kill everything that comes with it. When last did you and uh, the girlfriend have a big fight? We had a big fight uh, this past weekend. Mm. Um, it was just... Uh, what, did, what did you do wrong? We are always wrong. <sighs> yeah, we're always even, wrong. When, even, even when we're right, yeah, we're always wrong. Yeah, we're always wrong. No, it wasn't something uh, as, 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 as big as, as such, mm. but my girlfriend is a very sensitive person as much as I am. Mm. Um, so I was going through a little bit of something business-wise, you know, and it affected my mood and how I speak to her, mm. and um, which was my fault. I hundred percent apologize. He's, he's, he's a good man. Uh, it was my fault. I know it was my fault. <laughs> um, and I was away from home. She hated when I, I'm, I'm away from home. She rather had with me getting here around, coming home to her. Um, and so we are fighting. I'm away from home for two days. I'm in East London. Mm. 
um, and then it, it just kept on going. And then at some point, she came back, and then we were fine. So it was just last mm. weekend or so, yeah. How are you guys dealing with the public scrutiny of your relationship? Um, uh, I feel like for the first time ever being the person that I am, the artist, um, um, uh, it's the first time being in a relationship that's um, that's perfect for me. Mm. I've, I've, I've found a partner that has that understands me, sure. how I want to live, mm. and how I am Mbongeni sure. before beca- becoming Oscar Mbo, sure. um, and, and understands that even though there's lessons along the way, there's mm. reassur- a lot of reassuring ar- 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 along the way, which I am willing to do because I understand my work of land. Mm. But for, for the fact that he's able to differentiate that mm. and also support me the way she does, sure. pray for me the way she does, through the wins, through the losses, through the hard times of mm. major exhaustion, she's always there. Mm. She was my doctor when I was recovering. <laughs> you know, I had to change my die plan, you know, mm. and then she's also doing that to support me. And so mm. those things are very huge for me. Sure. I feel like I have my mother in a form of her as a partner, yeah. Mm. Madrid, we are out of time. Yes, sir. Um, I think we deserve a part two. Um, but, uh, dude, you kick ass. You must continue kicking ass. And uh, don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Thank you so you, much. You King. kick really ass and uh, that's all it is. And those that don't realize that uh, you kick so much ass uh, will one day wake up to the man that is Oscar Mbo. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. Thank you so much, I appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, Oscar Mbo is about to leave the building. Well, he was going to have to b- uh, bend down, <laughs> otherwise he's going to walk into the, the door frame. <laughs> we are done. Fresh from the success of landing a vehicle on the moon, India is now set to launch a mission to observe the sun. Ever since the news broke, we've had to put up with all the wannabe comedians talking about how they could succeed if they sent it at night. So it is in that sense of tolerance and optimism that we wish you all a wow week ahead. We'd uh, also like to shout out our Brenda Mtambo ticket winners. Uh, she has a massive show happening this weekend at the Lyric Theatre at uh, Gold Reef City. Uh, congratulations to Pop. Youful4377. She was always uh, one of the first to watch the show and commented first about the tickets. So, uh, congratulations to you. Congratulations to Betty Madiba4980, Simpiwa Oskantuli4592, Kopano Kafera630, and Nontogozo Twala7247. Congratulations to all of you. You've won a double ticket to the Brendam Tamu concert this Saturday, the 2nd of September at 7 30 at the Lyric Theater in Jersey. Please mail us at waw at africapodcastnetwork.com with your full name and your contact and your YouTube handle uh, information to claim your double tickets. Enjoy the show, guys. Shout out to Amp Studios for hosting us, Africa Podcast Network, Pezulu Works for the cinematography, Artist the Flow Fraser for all of our imaging, our guests, African Alfred Adrian and Oscar Mbo, creative director Kuvesh Mohan, and show producer Kelis Omutisa King. Email waw at africapodcastnetwork.com. Have a great week in spite of yourselves.